We're watching films on the toilet Cause that's what dads have to do When the movie's unsuitable for your kids Then pretend you need a number two If you need a break from your family or spouse There's a lavatorial picture house Watch Terminator 2 while you're sitting on the loo Enjoy the whole of Rambo 4 with your trousers on the floor We're watching films on the toilet How about you? Eamon, oh, I feel rotten. Oh. oh, you look terrible. I didn't say I look rotten. I said I look. I said I feel <laughs> rotten. I said I look. I didn't say I look rotten. I said I can't think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm still doing the podcast because I'm dedicated. Ben's come down with Kreutzfeldt's Jakob's disease. <laughs> and his brain is slowly melting, I'm afraid. Is that still around? I'm trying to bring it back. I'm trying to make it a thing again. I know, you. your mission. I'm a lot like Justin Lee Collins in that regard. You're a lot like Justin Lee Collins full stop. I'll find something that people have forgotten think, oh, do you remember when people used to get CJD? You remember CJD? Do you remember that? We should get him on. I'd love to hear from Justin Lee Collins. <laughs> Absolutely love to hear from him. Do you know what? He's probably like the one celebrity we, we could maybe get. <laughs> Okay, welcome to Watching Films on the Toilet, which is, drumroll, a podcast. It is a podcast. It is legally a podcast. You can't tell us otherwise. Myself, no, I'm not going to say my name. Myself and Eamon are dads. We can't always find the time to watch the adult movies that we want to watch. And by adult, I mean violent, not blue films. So we go and watch them on the toilet and then we chat about them, don't we? Do indeed. It does work. Don't overthink it. It works. Just shut up about it. It works. <laughs> I'm glad you've told them that. <laughs> Whatever you may have thought so far of the podcast, mm. stick with it because it does work. It does work. It's proven, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, content, you can say what you like about that, but the format itself holds up to scrutiny. It's also, it's FDA approved as well. It is. It's not addictive. You can easily wean yourself off it. So mm-hmm. don't worry about that. We don't need to worry about people binge listening to this podcast, do we? It'd be an interesting experiment. Listen to 27 of our podcasts back to back and see what happens. I think they just give up on living. You know when like uh, a dog, its owner dies and they just, the dog then dies? What's the point? Because they give up on living. People would be like that after listening to 27 straight episodes of this podcast. They would, yeah. And that's how Ben thinks of you as dogs. He says it all the time. <laughs> oh, how many dogs have we got this week, Eamon? <laughs> I say to Eamon, we shouldn't pander to the dogs. <laughs> we should right. just do our own thing. And that's what makes us happy. I'll be like Ben, that they are, you know, they are people. And then he'll just repeatedly just call you dogs. So. Yeah, they're, just, they're dogs. They're nothing but dogs. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for listening, if you are. <laughs> Appreciate it. Good. So this week... This time, this episode, we are going to be talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, We've seen it, so we're going to talk about it later. Deal with it. Yeah. God, we're being really combative with our <laughs> with our listener today, aren't we? I know. If you're still hanging on, like we said, it works. It does. It promise you, it works. Before we talk about the Ghostbusters, we've got some correspondence from last week. Oh, okay. As you may remember, we put no time to die in our tank of glory which is where we put the choice cuts the films that we all feel should be fished out of the toilet bowl and kept 
preserved because they're so good. But unfortunately, we had to remove a film as well, didn't we? We did indeed, yeah. This is what that letter is relating to, so I'll read it to you. It goes like this. Dear Toilet Boys, You two are a couple of jackasses. You had all those movies to choose from, and you take the Suicide Squad out of the Tank of Glory. I mean, who do you think you are? Lyndon B. Johnson? All because that know-it-all pizza guy wanted it out, and you two wet willies just agreed with him. You didn't even put up a fight. Makes me wonder why you put it in there in the first place. You lily-livered, good-for-nothing goobers. It better go back into that tank, or I'm going to find you and f*** your Oh. <laughs> There's an ending. Yours, mm. the ghost of Jackie Stallone. Oh. <laughs> oh. I wondered if we might heard from her. Yeah. Jackie. Jackie wrote in before because she was cross that we didn't mention her son's standout performance in the Suicide Squad film. And now we've taken the film out. Oh, I didn't say this to Alex because he's a massive Bond fan, but I definitely thought uh, Suicide Squad is better than Bond. <laughs> he might be writing in next week. He probably will be, won't he? I like the film, but, you know, Jackie's rightfully cross, I would say. Mm-hmm. We didn't really put up a fight. We did just agree with him and remove it. We did. We were totally spineless, weren't we? We were in his... Thrall. Yeah, we were. We bought into his vibe. And also, oh, it's the end of a really long chat. I just wanted it over with. So it's like... Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he, yeah. He, did, he did go on to that me. one. Yeah, yeah, fine. <laughs> bond, bond, bond. Oh. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Alex. We've got the ghost of Jackie Stallone on our back now. Yeah, loved having you on, but we're, we're redirecting any angry Jackie Stallone ghost mail to you. Okay. To have another piece of... Uh, of made-up correspondence? Of uh, make-believe correspondence that, that I wrote. <laughs> Just so you understand, uh, coming into the show, this is how it works. It's all lies. Yeah. yeah. Apart from the bit about Ben calling you dogs, he does do that. He do- uh, Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> he does, and he also speaks <laughs> yeah. in the third person. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, top of the morning to you. Hey. Tis I... Pierce O'Brosnan, Irishman and brilliant James Bond actor. I thought I'd get in touch to give that wee pup Ben a piece of my feckin' mind. In your last episode, he said that I, quote, ran the Bond franchise into the ground. Yeah. What a load of bollocks. (laughs) My films had everything. Helicopter with saws on it, Madonna being a shit-ass fencing instructor, and of course me paragliding on a tsunami using a car door as a surfboard. I can't believe Ben's awful anti-Irish rhetoric. And shame on you, Eamon, a fellow potato eater, for not calling him out on his racism. Someone should tell that gobshite to come down to O'Connell Street, where me and the boys will give him an old-fashioned pasting, like I gave that North Korean guy with bits of diamond in his face. Brosnan out. Oh, Brosnan out. Fighting talk from Pierce Brosnan. Wow, we are being taken to the cleaners this week. Yeah, again. Oh, my. Pierce O'Brosnan, he calls himself there. Pierce O'Brosnan? Pierce O'Brosnan. Extra Irish. I did say that he ran the Bond franchise into the ground. I did. He did, and and he did. And he did. I'm not wrong. But, I mean, your hatred for the Irish is a different matter, isn't it? Yeah, I do not hate the Irish. Mm. I have never said that. I said that You're always mean to me. I can't argue with that, can I? I'm, I am quite mean to you. Mm-hmm. But you do deserve it. I do. You bring it on yourself. I do, yeah. Anytime I happen to be uh, carrying a pig under my arm or riding a horse through the streets <laughs> where I live or, you know, talking about you two all the time, you're always like, oh, I don't even give it a rest. Yeah. 
Oh, old, old Bano, he's my favourite. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Oh, I love Bano. So I always shout. I like his glasses so much, I wish I had them. <laughs> he's so relatable. <laughs> Sad thing is, you do a much better Irish accent than I do. Has Bono got the pig yet? Still, No, I've still got it here. I call him Little Bono. <laughs> Little Bono, one day I'm going to give you to Big Bano, he's going to love it. <laughs> And hey, guess what, nerds? We can do this because I'm Irish. So suck it. I get a free pass. It's amazing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You might be straying into Jennifer Lopez Puff Daddy territory. Oh, I don't think I don't think I went that far. Why can't I use that word? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably the most offensive thing you could say, Jennifer. <laughs> <sighs> Uh-huh. Oh. Um, what a lovely set of letters we've received this week. Going to call it a mixed bag. It's not it's pure hatred. But all mainly directed at Alex Robson. Yeah, I mean, I got the sense from Pierce's email. He was a, he was cross with Alex, really. More that than me. Yeah, so Alex, I think you should write a letter of apology to Pierce. I think so. For your racism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck with your pizza business now. <laughs> Okay, cool. Hey, man, do we have any toilet news? <laughs> we do. We Imagine do. if you were scared of things all the time. <laughs> oh, God. Is that how a scared person would ask for the toilet news? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, have you got any news? Oh. <laughs> right, yeah, we do. Hang on, I'm just uh, fetching it. Sick. You know when you mock people for using a certain word for a long time and then it becomes part of your vocabulary sick is that right yeah i used to say oh me oh sick yeah sick and now i say things are sick um yeah you do yeah ruined it uh did you just say ruined it (laughs) i've ruined it pretty sure you said ruined (laughs) it is that another word that you've been mocking and now you've sort of incorporated it into your everyday vocabulary oh no ruined it ruined it (laughs) (laughs) come on go on do it (laughs) (laughs) bit of uh, culture for you here Ben oh I love culture archaeologists discover toilet likely used by 12 people at a time inside ancient theatre in Turkey wow how did 12 people use the same toilet well about to find out because I'm going to read out the news story oh Akin Ersoy, an archaeologist, uh, flipping heck, I'm just going to massacre this, <laughs> Izmir's Katep Kalebi University, sorry Turkish people, no, I'm not going to get any better than that I'm afraid. Yes we know where our next letter's coming from, <laughs> <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> well I famously hate the Turks as well, <laughs> I mispronounced all that stuff on purpose. <laughs> Oh, good. Good save. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just for for clarity's sake, and to prevent this from, prevent me from getting cancelled. I know you're afraid of that. That was obviously a joke. I don't hate Turkish people. I know few Turkish people. They're nice. They're my friends. Uh, So, Eamon, are you saying you you can't hate Turkish people? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) I just realised I've done that ultimate thing of, I'm not a racist. Some of my best friends are. Yeah. I think you might be 
double cancelled. Uh, I'm fine though. I get a pass. Well, you hate the Irish. You're you're Irish. I'm allowed. Are you saying some of your best friends are Irish? Ah, <laughs> uh, you're double cancelled now. No, I didn't say that. Oh, you're the one. You're the one. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this this Ekin Ursoy said the toilet had a U-planned seating arrangement. So 12 to 13 people used the toilet at the same time. So it's basically like a horseshoe and people just kind of sat above it. Oh, right. So you can have a chat whilst you're having a poo. Like an ancient Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer, But not just your husband. It's like your mates and yeah. in-laws as well. Invite people around, have some drinks, go to the jam together. It's interesting how things change, isn't it? Because obviously now... Going to the toilet is such a private thing. For some people. For most people, I'd say. Yeah. But back then, it was just like, I'm quite happily watch you straining and talk to you about the gladiators. Oh, mate, have you seen the new wheel? Sick. <laughs> you know, I used to uh, have a couple of uh, squares on my cart, and I've swapped it for some wheels. Bruined it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bruined. If you could chat with anyone whilst they're taking a dump, who would it be? It's, it's the ultimate question, really. We've been dancing around it for 27 episodes that we finally get an answer. I mean, it would have to be someone I wasn't embarrassed in front of. It couldn't be someone very attractive. Oh, yeah. It would have to be someone quite comical, I would think. Like, I wouldn't want to be taken seriously while I was doing that. But you're both doing it, though. So it's, it's, it's a two-way street. Bill Murray. That's a great answer. He's an old man now, so he'd probably have a bit more trouble than I would. Yeah. So I wouldn't be too embarrassed. We'd both find it funny. Yeah. Do you think he'd compliment you on the swiftness of your visit? I absolutely think he would. The thing is, Bill Murray, he's still got it together. Mm. Dan Aykroyd, I think that could be a mess. Oh, jeez. I wouldn't want to just talk to Dan Aykroyd at all. Every time I see him on like a chat show, I'm just like... How did you write Ghostbusters? How did you come up with all this funny stuff? Because you're like weird. Like you're not actually funny. You're just odd. He's a pretty odd dude. He's pretty odd. Um, what about you? Um, maybe like uh, Jeff Bezos or someone like that. The whole experience would very much bring him down to earth. I was going to say, it'd be grounding. I'd be like, listen, Jeff, we both poo in the same way. Don't know why you think you're better than everyone else. <laughs> How much of your money will you give me? Yeah, pl- please, please, please. Give me some money. How much is reasonable to ask him for, do you think? What's the amount that is... Like, I'm annoying enough for him to think it's worth me paying this money just to get rid of this guy. Ten? I was thinking ten. Ten. Ten pounds. No, 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 not ten pounds. Oh. Ten million pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, it's you and me, which is a couple of bros. A couple of shit guys. Can you give me ten million pounds, please? I don't know what the uh, how it works with people like him. You know what? You could eBay his stool. What would be like the the most expensive poo? The Queen's. Yeah. Or like J- Jesus's. A sand dried poo. Like a fossil. <laughs> it would have to be like trapped in amber. He's never at the top of a cane like John Hammond. <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, encased in amber. <laughs> <laughs> on a cane. The dinosaurs were brought back to life. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Eamon, how did you see Ghostbusters? I watched it in the cinema. Oh, right. I saw it in the Cineworld, and it's like, didn't have a name, the theatre. It was called Theatre X. Oh. And the USP of this is, 
is the screen takes up the whole wall. Oh. But also it kind of wraps around. So the walls at the side also have pictures on them. Oh, that's weird. It was kind of cool for a couple of scenes, but ultimately I think it was pointless. Yeah. Instead of trying to like make that st- stuff good, just make the films good. Pump that money in. Yeah. Well, I wish I'd watched it on the toilet. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I sat in the cinema next to three young men mm. who were fiddling on their phones and chatting throughout. Mm. Now, I'm not a man of confrontation, Eamon. Oh, yeah, I know. As you... F***ing pussy, mate. <laughs> That's another way of putting it, isn't it? It's, it is one way of putting it. Yeah. As previously discussed on this podcast, I once got credit for calling some people out in the cinema when actually I didn't. That's right. But I did say things to these young men because they riled me up so much. Did you? What did you say? Well, first of all, this guy kept looking at his phone. Mm. So I said, can you switch your phone off, please? Mm-hmm. It's distracting me. And he did. Yeah. And then he kept chatting. Mm-hmm. So I said, lads, can you stop talking, please? And one of them gave me a look, but then they shut up. Nice. I was fuming and it really took me out of the film and I wish I'd just sat on the jam. Aw. But, you know, well done for sticking to your guns and telling those lads where to go. I did. I did. I felt good. They left such a mess behind as well. Fat lads they were. (laughs) They left such a mess behind. Honestly, they got through cartons of drink, Uh, bag of popcorn, bag of sweets. Oh, listeners. You're witnessing Ben's transition into middle age. (laughs) It's happened during this record. Ben has become middle-aged during this conversation. Oh, and such a mess they left behind. <laughs> he is now probably old. I couldn't believe it. Popcorn mm. on the seat. A popcorn free from its bag. On the seat and on the floor. Unbelievable. Anyway, Eamon, what did you drink for me this week? So this week I drank a Long Island iced tea. Oh, right. Because it contains vodka, gin, tequila and rum. <laughs> Which are all spirits. Did it get you drunk? Slightly. And you have a time of one nineteen. Alright. Three, two, one, go. So, we open in Somerville, a small town in Oklahoma, where Egon has disguised an enormous ghost trap as a farm. He dies trying to trap a ghost and leaves his farm to his daughter Carrie, who he hasn't seen for many years. She heads out to Somerville with her kids, Phoebe and Trevor, and they start finding all sorts of ghostbustery things hidden in the house. Also, Paul Rudd. Ghosts start appearing and there are earthquakes and eventually Phoebe calls Ray, who owns a bookshop in New York, for some help. He gives her 30 years worth of exposition and then they go in a mine and Carrie and Paul Rudd turn into dogs and Gozer comes out and rips J.K. Simmons in half. And then they manage to suck the dog body off Carrie, but then Trevor's girlfriend turns into a dog. And the original Ghostbusters come back, including Egon, who's a ghost. And they stop Gozer, and they all get to individually spend time with Egon's ghost before he disappears. (laughs) Uh, Then Winston, who's really rich, goes back to the old firehouse, which Ray said was a Starbucks, to be a Ghostbuster again. The end. (laughs) Yeah, how long did that take me? Well... That was a minute and three seconds. Okay. So you had 16 seconds to spare. Oh, man. Great job. Oh, man. So how did you feel about the return of the Ghostbusters? I felt really positive. The first teaser trailer, which had the Ecto-1 in the farmhouse, I thought was a brilliant teaser. Yeah. Really great. Too. I know a lot of people hated the 2016 version because it was all women. Yeah. I didn't hate it because it was all women. It's because you and I think it was 
discussed the Paul Feige yes. style improv comedy. Yes. Let's just have a play with this scene, guys, yeah? See where it goes. And we won't edit. We'll just put it all in. Yeah, and like it's really bright and colourful, which again, I don't have a problem with. But the original one was shot almost like a factual feature. Very sort of muted. Yeah. So this one, because of that teaser and because, it, you know, it was Ivan Reitman was producing and his son was, di- was directing, I felt positive. Um, now you talk. Okay. I was psyched for this. Mm. That last trailer made me feel really emotional. Mm. I love Ghostbusters. Yeah. I remember a friend of mine managed to record the audio of movies onto tapes Yeah, when we were at school. So I used to listen to Ghostbusters nice. on my Walkman on the way to school. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I absolutely loved it. So anything Ghostbusters gets me excited. But, you know, yeah. the fact that they were coming back and it seemed like Jason Reitman... He's made some great movies mm. and it felt like this was a real passion project of his. Yeah. So, yeah, I was pumped. And then we saw it, didn't we? We did. So let's talk about the new characters, to, yeah. first of all. How did you feel about Phoebe and Trevor and Carrie? I think Phoebe was good. Mm. The young actress, she really did a great job. McKenna Grace. She wasn't like a, a classic Big Bang Theory nerd. No. She was just like somewhat socially awkward, but yeah. likeable. And She was very likeable. Trevor was basically Finn, was it Wolf Hart? Finn Wolf Hard. He's Wolf Hard. He's, he's not... <laughs> <laughs> he's not just hard, he is Wolf Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think we better move on from that. I really love him in Stranger Things. I think he's great. But basically, <laughs> what? <laughs> that name. It'll get you Wolfhard. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. sorry. Sorry, okay. Finn. It's a good name. Just like he didn't really have an arc or do much yeah he was just awkward and carried on being awkward yeah he got the girl did he in the end he got her out of the dog yeah so something yeah i can't really remember i think i was telling off the fat boys then <laughs> fat boys <laughs> pipe down is that what you call them? yeah um and then the mom uh i thought she was likable yeah but again very very one-dimensional one dimensional well i think one of the problems I had with her, I would like to have known who her mum was. Yes, yeah, Egon's, yeah. That would have been good. You know, there was a lot of unanswered questions. It did, did feel like there was a lot of, yeah, backstory that had to, should have been shaded in, like... Yeah, like when did Egon have this family? Yeah. In terms of the, the timeline, yeah, I would have liked to have known a lot more. And it definitely required that, because if there's one of them you'd say who definitely wasn't going to have a family, it would have been Egon. Yeah. It, it, you know, he's one of those those people who's so intelligent, they kind of operate on a different plane to the rest of us. Yeah. They can't really socialise because of it. And then and then you got Rudd. Yeah. I think Paul Rudd is really funny. Yes. And sexy. He is, yeah. But I don't think this film was actually that funny. Yeah. I can't think of that many jokes in it. No. The original Ghostbusters is, is all about Venkman and that laconic, dry sense of New York, I've seen all this before. I've seen, I know how to deal with this BS. Yeah, there was no one to question how ridiculous this all was. 
It's interesting. I read a review somewhere that the feel and tone of this is far more like a Spielberg film. Yes. A disrupted single-parent family, a sense of supernatural wonder allied with children growing up, adolescence, experiences, and yeah, so on. coming of age. So, yeah. And because of that, it wasn't boring. But it just wasn't funny. No, it wasn't. And I, I tell you what, mm. let's get into it. I enjoyed the first half of the film a lot more yeah same than the second sorry half. it's this is not funny by the way because we both love ghostbusters so yeah if you're waiting for so, jokes f- off. <laughs> this is proper deep dive now yeah i mean we can talk about finn wolfhard again but yeah i think we've done that yeah but yeah i think and it was it, you know what it was the same problem i had with the sopranos the many saints of newark i think i really like the new characters i liked where they were going mm. i was happy to spend time with them but then they brought in all these old characters who you were just meant to suddenly like because you'd seen them before. Mm. But they took me out of the film. That chat with Ray, as I said, was... It's so weird. It was bizarre. It's like all the old ones have forgotten how to act. Yeah. They're really bad in it. They weren't good. No. And they all came back and... Yeah, I should have felt joy, but I just was... Oh. It took me out of it as well. I totally agree. When, when they appear at the end... Like, Bill Murray famously is very hard to get animated about stuff, you know. Yeah. And this one, he just felt like he was on total cruise control. That was not Peter Fankman. No. That was Bill Murray. (sighs) I mean, it looked great. I did think it was a good-looking film. I thought the effects were great. I thought the dogs looked like the old dogs. They looked real. Mm -hmm. They were really cool. I really liked the look of Egon's ghost. Same. He looked better than any of the Star Wars, you know, when they bring back the Star Wars actors. That's always taken me out of the film. But Egon's ghost looked excellent. That was the key, wasn't it? It's because they were rather than recreating a person, there was a ghost, so it's a bit fuzzy around the edges and different colour and whatever. That's so, how I see you. Yeah. You're dead, aren't you? I died about six years ago. I was trying to fight a bear. Oh, you're so noble. I saw the Revenant and I was just like, that looks awesome. I'm going to go and do that. And you did the eulogy, didn't you, at my, uh, my funeral? Yeah. I said... Um, Eamon, he could have had any, could have had any bird he wanted. Any bird he wanted. And do you remember when you did that, you got down from the podium <laughs> with the microphone and walked right up into my wife's face. That's right. You were like inches from my yeah. face looking at dead in the eye. Any bird. Any bird. <laughs> Basically repeated any bird until she burst into tears. <laughs> yeah. And then you were like, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so you're a ghost. Mm. Egon's ghost looked great, but he was around for way too long. In all honesty, I did get a little choked up, I have to say, when uh, with the reveal. Popcorn in the back of your throat? That's, yeah, it's choked on... Uh, I know what I was doing. I was, eating, I was eating a Calippo, and I tried to eat it all in one go. And I went... <laughs> and tried to get all the Calippo down like a gull. Swallowing something. That classic calippo down in one that you're always doing. You know when you see like a seagull eating a fish and it kind of like yeah. ha- tilts the ah, head right ah, back ah, and sort of goes. Ah, oh, oh. <laughs> I was trying to do that with the, with the whole calippo. And then I, oh, uh, it'd be so cold. Yeah, and that'd actually, be awful. That's like double ridiculous because everyone knows you wait until mm. the calippo is as melted as possible to eat it, and then you have the nice juice at the bottom and the sugary syrup at the bottom. Oh. You can either do that or what I do is wait until it's kind of half melted without opening it. Oh, yeah. Then mash it up. Oh, yeah. So it sort of becomes like a slush puppy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. sugary syrup. Oh, 
This uh, isolate chat's making me far happier than the Ghostbuster conversation. It's making me wolf hard. (laughs) 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 But yeah, no, it was. I I did get a little bit teary when I saw him. Yeah, I thought it was very sweet. But as as you said. He was around way too long. Yeah, everyone got to say goodbye to Egon. And I really hated where the original Ghostbusters just turned up. Yeah, yeah, they're just there. Ray has one chat, yeah. and he's just like, tell you what, better drive halfway across the country with the other Ghostbusters yeah. with all our stuff, just to make sure. In a couple of hours. In a couple of hours. So they were on the back of that Game of Thrones dragon, I reckon. Ah, oh, jeez. The problem is, Ghostbusters, the original, was it a fluke? It shouldn't have been good a lot of it was just made up on the spot and you can't replicate that it's just it's lightning in a bottle mate it's lightning in a bottle it is and the the thing i keep on reading about is that yeah it's all fan service which i don't necessarily have a problem with but the one thing you can't be is overly sentimental yeah with ghostbusters because it was never the original was never that no it wasn't I'd say the most traumatic thing about this film was the idea mm. of moving into a dead relative's house. Yeah. Like, you know what moving house is like. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you had to move into a house where it was full of stuff. You couldn't really make it your own. And it was someone who died. That depends on how big the house is, I suppose. <laughs> depends if it's a sweet house or not. Yeah, if it was... Yeah, of course, it's a creepy old barn. I'm not going to move yeah. into it. But if it's like sweet ass place in amersham yeah of course i'm going to move in there well yeah yeah little inside thing for you there i took my wife out for a meal in amersham bloody love that place look at where we'll never live babe yeah tell me about it i guess you got a point if it was a really cool mansion that you got to move into that might be nice but still it'd be full of trash yeah if you could see like like the outline of their corpse with like the goo that'd come out of the corpse on the floor, that'd be gross. I wouldn't like that. What if the dead relative started guiding you to parts of the house by possessing a lamp? I would wig out massively. Same. If a ghost started playing chess with me, yeah. that board would be set on fire Yeah. and put in the bin. That's right. I'd be, I'm not playing with you, you freaky ghost. <laughs> I am afraid of all ghosts. <laughs> yeah. That was the first draft of Ray Parker Jr.'s. I'm afraid of all ghosts. <laughs> No, Ray, Ray, the ghosts are fun. They bust them. They bust them. They can't be afraid of them if they're busting them. They bust them. Oh, yeah. And also, like, in the first one, there's a steady increase in the volume of ghosts in the film. This one, it's like they find one ghost, the one that eats metal, and then all hell breaks loose. There's no steady kind of build-up. Yeah. If Egon had been like the library ghost, because he didn't talk at the end, did he? (laughs) That's what they should have done. Phoebe went in for a hug. <laughs> he just went... Aah! Yeah. And then went to heaven. Oh, yeah. He just drags Phoebe down to hell. And that's the end. <laughs> 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 then all the Ghostbusters are like, oh, God, what have we done? Yeah. And uh, and then it ends. Of course he's going to hell. He's a scientist. He didn't believe in religion. Yeah, absolutely. Only devout Christians go to heaven. <sighs> forgot about that yeah better go and pray oh yeah by the way uh ben and i are both born again christians and our mission is to spread the word of god via this podcast absolutely i think it's working <laughs> should we end this podcast with a prayer <laughs> yeah that's right every time yeah. i i say a prayer i end with keep flushing that's right you do <laughs> forever and ever keep flushing keep flushing <laughs> yeah i do have to kind of yeah i need to do keep the brand i mean we so said at the start 
Yeah. This podcast works. It does. It works. And the reason it works is because of God. Do you know what? It is funny how often things like that happen. There's a video, a uh, YouTube channel called Dude Perfect, and it's these total jocks, like real bros, right, pulling off impossible sports shots, and they'll do it, and then they'll turn to camera and be like, Wah! like really boisterous, like up in your face. <laughs> and they went on for years, and then like apropos of nothing, they were like, we do this because we want to spread the word of God. <laughs> it's like, what? It was so weird. It's like when MMA fighters get a horrific knockout and the first thing they do is, I want to thank Jesus Christ for putting me here today. <laughs> but yeah, I bet yeah. Jesus is really pleased. <laughs> he loves it when you do that sweet roundhouse on that guy. <laughs> that guy still hasn't got up. <laughs> like, Jesus isn't going, oh, yay. <laughs> Anyway, big up the Lord. Um, big up the Lord. So, would you flush this film down the toilet? Yeah. Or <laughs> wait? <laughs> or would you fish it out? Because it's good. After I calmed down mm. about the fat boys, I <laughs> fat boys. I realised that it wasn't great. I was enjoying it, but then as soon as that phone call to Ray, it's like, ah, oh, here we go. Yeah. I'm not into this anymore. So yeah, I, I'd flush it. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gutted because I, I was really looking forward to it and I went in very much mm. open to a great experience. But you, you can't have something full of nostalgia and it also be cynical, which is part no. of the first one's charm. The, the two can't live side by side. So I will watch it again. And I think maybe now that my anticipation is out of the way, maybe I'll enjoy it more a second time. Yeah, yeah, I'd watch it again. I mean, they keep on going about all the Easter eggs in it. It's like, I'm not that fussed about the Easter eggs. I just want it to be a good mm. film. I think it might just be more plot holes uncovered. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if we'll see any more, to be honest. No, well, you know, they created a production company to deal solely with this IP, Ghost Core. Well. So they'll try again. Yeah. It all comes down to numbers, won't it? I think we need something new. Just don't do Ghostbusters. Just try and just do something original. Yeah. Supernatural things is a great place for comedy. Funny things are good, aren't they? Yeah, jokes are good. Maybe put some jokes in, in something. Give it to um, the 21 Jump Street guys. Yeah, Lord and Miller. Lord and Miller. They'd smash it. 21 Jump Street. Hilarious. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. 21 Jump Streetify that IPO. Yeah, that's a great shout. All right. Well, there we are. And uh, now it's time for this episode's top five. Ooh, top five movie ghosts. Mm. What? Uh, this week, we are going to be discussing our top five movie ghosts. We both get three guesses. Whoever gets the most correct guesses gets to pick next week's film. And the loser gets a forfeit. Oh. Don't they? They do. So, Eamon. Mm, yes. Your big geese. You lost last week. So, you get the first guest. I'm going to say The Devil's Backbone. <sighs> no. Oh, what? I love that film, but mm. I was looking for very specific ghosts, and he's not on my list. Oh, okay. I'm going to say Beetlejuice. No. Oh, okay. So he was on the long list that I had, and then he, he came out in the whistle. Okay, next. I will say The Ring. Yeah, that film terrified me. Well done. So I get another guess. Mm-hmm. Um... The Frighteners Ghosts? Yeah. Yeah. Great film. Love that film. I haven't seen it for a long time. I've not, but I have really fond memories of it. Well, maybe we should watch it. Maybe we should. 
Hmm. Okay, well done. So one each. Honours even. Choice three. Choice three. Here we go. This is a double. I'm going to say the ghosts in The Shining. Which one? One of them. One of them. One of the ghosts. Okay, do I have to choose one? I'll give it to you, but try and guess which one I picked. I, I'm going to say the bartender. No. The haggard old lady? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say Field of Dreams? Uh, no. Again, it was on my long list. Oh, man. I've done a lost. Aha. So I win. My, my completed list was this. Mm-hmm. Ghost in the Frighteners. Yep. Uh, Shining. The Others. Oh, I picked that too. Oh, yeah. Nice little twist there. They're the ghosts. Scary. Slimer from Ghostbusters. And it feels uh, cliched now, but The Sixth Sense. Hey. I saw that film before any publicity and it was flipping awesome. Yeah. Those are more horror-based than I thought your choices would be. Yeah. Okay. I picked The Old Lady from The Shining... Miss, Mrs. Mills and Mr. Tuttle from the others. Yeah. Sadako from The Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomas from The Orphanage, which is a terrifying Spanish horror film. Mm. Very much in the same wheelhouse as The Devil's Backbone. Right. Um, but he's this little boy who runs around with a sack on his head, and it, it's really creepy. And Toshio from uh, Juon, The Grudge, ah, which was another yes. Japanese horror film. And when these films became big it was when dvds had just kind of blown up and you could order like region three dvds so i'd get them from japan and stuff Mm. long before they come out over here yeah it was when you had to work to get stuff (laughs) yeah you actually had to wait and Mm. you know it was and anyway so i got hold of this film called the grudge which i'd heard was terrifying Mm. And I watched it with my sister like midday on a tuesday or something Mm -hmm. and we were both absolutely terrified <laughs> all right boy so what's this week's forfeit then uh you have to die and become a ghost then haunt the person of your choosing okay cool uh <laughs> right and last week your forfeit mm-hmm. was like mr bond in casino royale you had to take some serious punishment via a tied up rope to the bottom of a chair it did yeah I had a great laugh. Let's have a listen and see what happened. Hello, Matt Mickelson. You seem to have taken me to your spooky lair, stripped me naked, and tied me to a chair with a big hole in the seat. You've taken good care of you, buddy. Thank you. I call this the body that Pringles built. <laughs> I never understood all these elaborate tortures. It's the simplest thing to cause more pain than a man you can possibly enjoy. You mean an afternoon with my father-in-law? hey Ow! And of course, not only the immediate agony, but the knowledge that if you do not yield soon enough, there will be little left to identify you as a man. Are you saying I've got a small dick? How can you tell? You can't even see it from there. The only question remains, will you yield in time? Stop changing the subject and take a look at my junk. I want some honest feedback. All I need from you is the password. I'm getting worried now that you actively don't want to look at my junk. You are a funny man! It's not a joke, mate. I want you to take a look at my and balls right now and tell me that they're fine. You are so wrong! Thanks a bunch. Not bad enough. You tie me to this chair. You have a go at my junk. Next, you're going to say something mean about them to everyone, aren't you? Why would you do that? 
Because they need what I know. No, they don't. Just lie about it. I'll feed you what you see not to value. If you're talking about Pringles, you're dead wrong. Ow! <laughs> uh, oh, terrific. Amazing. Great. So what is our next film going to be? Yeah, I'm actually um, being really organic about this. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to choose The Frighteners. 1996, oh, Peter Jackson oh, directed oh. The Frighteners because we both just talked about it and that we liked it. Oh, yeah. But we've not seen it for a long time. Oh, it's like so organic. Let's pretty watch it again, see if it's still good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't speak like that. It's horrible. I have not seen it for a considerable amount of time, so I'd like to check it again. Okay, well, that's that. Thank you. Like we said at the start, mm. it works. And also, your dogs. <laughs> your damn dogs. Your dirty dogs. And I won't hear anything else. Yeah. We, listen, we tried to make the toilet here stick. You weren't having it, so dirty dogs yeah. it is. Now you're the dogs. <laughs> Uh, uh. You get what you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> uh. good. All right. Well, yeah. See ya. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> oh yeah. Keep flushing. <laughs> uh.